0: Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe as well as to your loved ones and pets both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. I am your host, Samantha Jones. I am so glad that you are all here today. We have a very exciting show, and you are all very special to me. I always want you to know that you are an important part of this experience in my spiritual journey, and I hope that I am a part of yours as well. Last week, the topic was coping with healing and healing from the loss of a pet. We had a few callers, and I did a few readings for those callers, two of which I connected afterwards, and I just wanted to thank them all for calling in for their connecting. And if you haven't heard that episode yet, it is available on demand on all podcast platforms. I'd like to introduce to you today our guest. Uh, this week, we have Teresa Bloomberg. She is a celebrity psychologist and integrity specialist. Charissa is an international speaker with over 20 years of international motivational mentoring, et cetera, experience in all areas of rebuilding of, um, I'm sorry, relating to organization, behavior, leadership, and team analysis. She is joining us today for a completely different reason, though. Today, she is here to talk about a PhD that she started in 2015 on dolphin-assisted therapy. So welcome to the show, Charissa. We are so happy to have you.
2: Thank you, Samantha. And hello, and hello to your listeners. I am so honored to be here. I just, I love your work. So thank you. This is, phew, I'm jumping up and down here.
1: (laughs) You're so sweet. Thank you so much. I, I feel the same way. I'm so excited to have you. Dolphins are actually my favorite animal, and I believe my spirit animal, and so, when actually Teresa found me on Facebook, and this is how it happens, and I don't even know how you found me, Teresa, but she friend requested me one day, and I went and looked at her profile before I accepted. And I just had this feeling of like, yes, you need to become friends with this person. And then finding out that you work with dolphins, I was like, well, there's there's the reason. So everything happens for a reason for sure. So thank you for being here, absolutely.
2: Oh, thank you. And you know what, Samantha, I looked up specifically because you said dolphins are your spirit animal, and I looked up the symbolism of dolphins, and you are not going to believe this. Besides that, they symbolize help, guidance, messages, intelligence, fun, freedom, teamwork. And they it's then you cannot believe this. I'm like so excited to tell you. (laughs) They have psychic abilities. They're known for these psychic abilities and spiritual rebirth. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that connection interesting? Did you know that, Samantha? I
1: didn't know about the psychic abilities. No, I have, I've done, I haven't swam with dolphins, but I went to SeaWorld and did their whole program once. And I felt this absolute connection with them in the water. And because I'm an animal communicator, I could feel that they had this intuition, this connection to people. And I've always heard that anyways. I've heard everybody that talks about the dolphins. They are just like people. Just in a different in a different suit, so to speak.
2: Exactly. So, and they're also known as harbingers of divine messages from the spirit world. Love that. I mean, how incredible is that? And Samantha, you'll be interested to know when we used to go swim with them in the wild, I took an animal communicator with. Because believe it or not, Samantha, I did an animal communication course years ago, but I just can't sit quietly enough to do that. (laughs) But we we had the animal communicator that would connect with the dolphins and teach the group how to do that. So, I mean, maybe one day you never know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. To be able to go out and talk to wild dolphins, that that would be amazing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the... um, the stuff that you went through for the PhD what you know what you did so that our listeners have a better idea of your work.
2: Yes. But Samantha can I tell you how I got started because it's really Yes. Interesting.
1: Yes, start but, where Yes, please. Start wherever you feel is appropriate.
2: Because I had a near drowning experience and that's oh how God. the whole thing happened and I'll try and make this long story short. But you know how everybody always wants to go swim with dolphins. And they've got such an appeal to everybody. Everyone, yes. you know, I love dolphins. Yes. So Samantha, so this is what happened. I, I finally got to go to Mozambique with a, a new boyfriend. And I'll tell you why that was new at the time. <laughs> we dropped him after that. I went to go there and they were doing a snorkeling course. And because I'd never done snorkeling, I never worked with the fins. And I had one of my favourites, migraines, so I never did the course. And the next day we went out. It was the only boat that went out because the weather was bad. And they saw dolphins, and they did this all wrong because it's not how you do it. And they said, "There's a the dolphin. Who wants to go in?" And of course, me, I jumped up and down, and I said, "But I'm not putting these fins on. I don't know how to use them." And they said, "Okay." And Samantha, I jumped in, and I knew immediately something was wrong because I got caught in a riptide. Oh, no. And the boat sailed off Samantha. It went off. Oh, my and, goodness. And I, I was swallowing water, and I didn't know how to do this. the, the goggles on, and the, and I oh, couldn't breathe. Gosh. And nearby was the boyfriend who said, just swim. And i like, come help me. Afterwards, he told me he was scared I would pull him under. I mean, seriously. Oh, but wow. Anyway, Amanda, the thing is, I was all alone in this big ocean and the boat picked him up, but it boat came to me and it couldn't come because of the riptide. And then it left. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're leaving me in this ocean. And then I don't know what happened, but I put the snorkels on and for one minute I looked down and there were like about six or seven dolphins hanging um, vertically surrounding me. Wow. Like watching me and holding me. And I knew in that moment I was going to be all right. They were so close. If I reached out, I could touch them. And then of course I freaked out more and I said, Oh, oh this is awesome. And I gulped water. Is so <laughs> <on the shore, laughs> this this frail little swim facilitator came to pull me to the boat? And as soon as I got to shore, I knew I had to get back in again. No, I never would. Yeah. That's the part of the story. But that's that's really how my interest came there, that they rescued me.
1: Wow, that is an amazing story. They are such, oh, yes, intelligent, amazing creatures. Wow, wow.
2: Yes, and they're known for their rescues. This isn't the first. I mean, it goes back so many years. Actually, then, sorry, yes, go ahead. Yeah? No, no, no. Go ahead.
1: I don't know if you heard about this. This actually happened last week, uh, but it was here in the United States. Teresa is actually in South Africa, so she's, she's calling all the way from, long, long way from the United States. Anyways, there was a cruise ship and the guy fell off of the cruise ship and he was in the water for 20 hours. And he said he has no idea how he survived. There's no way he could have stayed afloat that long. He passed out. I and mean, when he woke up in the water and he said at one point that he did feel something with his foot, but he didn't know what it was. And, and my immediate thought was it was dolphins. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can believe that. And also they're known to actually protect us from sharks when they are in the water. It's wow. just, and the more you uncover about these beautiful creatures, it's mind-blowing. And this is how I got into the research. I started reading about them. And do you know that if you listen to the echolocation, because obviously I went back Karma, the next time and got under the water and listened to the way they echolocate, that's the way that they hunt. So that echolocation, if you've listened to all those tweets and those signals, and I can't, I can't explain to you, but you know, there's dolphin yeah. noises. Yeah. That's how they hunt. So they use that as well to hunt. So they see like there's a fish ahead of them under the rock and they can echolocate and it comes back as a picture. Now that penetrates our system. That's when there are changes. If you do blood works before and you do blood works after you've been exposed to echolocation, your blood works change, your hormones change, your T cells change, the enzymes change. Wow. And the most important, I know I'm going on a bit, but you can stop me. No,
1: (laughs) please, please.
2: (laughs) the most important thing is your left and right brain becomes synchronized because of that echolocation. It's like a sound therapy. And because it's in a balanced state, there is more learning. There is more sensory overload. And, And that's why the best work was done with autistic children because of that balancing and that memory retention. And my research was going to look at but how long does that last? Because research can't say that buzzing and that left and right brain synchronism lasts a day, two days, three days, six months. Mm-hmm. So that wow. was the gap in the research I wanted to look at. It's fascinating.
1: That is amazing. How long do you, you have to be in the water for to have those kinds of changes in your system?
2: You know, it, it doesn't really say, but but not not long. We would do 10 to 15-minute swims, and they would be so close to us. Because we would go out. It, it's not like everybody goes out. You go out in the boat, you see dolphins, and they go, jump in. We do it really ethically because, you know, integrity is numb, I think. So we get in. The swim facilitator gets in. They see if it's a friendly bunch. They see if the, the dolphins come to us. And then we only get in the water two or three at a time, and we're not allowed to swim after them. And because the, we work with the bottlenose dolphins, they come to seek us out. I got offered a dead fish as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That <laughs> is. It like dropped it down. We're like, I'm a vegan vegetarian. What did you do to this fish? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, funny. But it, yeah, sometimes the gifts show they are, it's just simply incredible the healing potential power of them. That's that's what's so fascinating. And yes. there's nothing freaky, Samantha, I'd love to say this, there's nothing freaky and new agey about it. They they get to see us like, a, like an X-ray machine. So you know when they know a woman's pregnant or they they detect cancer and we think, oh, wonderful. It It is wonderful. And it is something happening on a deeper level. But they're seeing our body like they're seeing an X-ray machine because of that echolocation. Right. So that's what makes it different.
1: That. That is absolutely amazing, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about wild dolphins. Uh, to tell our listeners a little bit about why wild dolphins over are captive.
2: Because dolphins are so social, you know they they like us. They have their they have their little pods. They have their little family. They have their little. Um, Clicks, as you call it, uh, little groups together. And also, by the way, their brains are actually, you know, I can just go on about this. Their brains (laughs) are bigger than ours. They, they, They are far more sophisticated than us. Their whole system of their family and their interaction is far more sophisticated than us. So when you take a dolphin away from its friends, its pods, its family, and you put it in a little prison in a pool, it's like putting one of us in a telephone booth. It's honestly, it's it's traumatic. Yes. And what sometimes happens, they conscious breathers, Sam. So what they I' calling you, Sam, listen to me. So, the, <laughs> so, so what What actually happens is they have to remember to breathe. So it's not like us, if we got unconscious, you know, we can carry on breathing. They have to right. remember to take a breath. Mm. So if they're in captivity and they don't want to live, they just don't breathe. Wow. And. So many of them die like that. It's That's very so sad. sad. Yes.
1: That is Honestly. so sad.
2: Wow, it really is. And they were supposedly here millions of years before us. Some say between 15 million years if you're looking at fossils. And and we haven't been around that long. So they yeah. are really advanced.
1: They are. They are. And, you know, I, I would love someday to swim with them in the wild. I mentioned earlier that I did the program at SeaWorld. And I was... I was disappointed. I didn't know what I was getting into. They didn't have the internet. Like at that time, you just had to you know, call and make your reservation. And mm-hmm. so they put you through like this course at the beginning where they'd show you, you know, where the anatomy is of the, the different things of the dolphin and tell you where not to touch them and all that. And then they put you in the water, but you're not even swimming. You're standing on a step. And these dolphins are just doing their commanded you know, tricks for you while you're standing there and here shake with this person and, you know, twirl around. And it definitely was not the experience that I wanted to have, you know? So what's the difference? Like, what does it feel like when you're out there in the ocean and you can, you're white out there with these dolphins?
2: I love that you've mentioned that Samantha because when I originally started working I also went to go and visit them in captivity and you see them jumping through hoops and we all clap and we all go wow and it's such an insult to the intelligent brains of theirs and uh, an animal communicator just remembered this now Samantha that an animal communicator tuned into them and asked them you know how do you feel doing these monotonous things every single day and I think the answer was something similar like we are just giving it over to so that you know, humanity can learn about us, and they they kind of sacrifice their life like that, mm-hmm. just get educated like that. But in the wild, it's completely different. They circle us, they dance with us. You sometimes see a baby under its mother. You saw up close. I think I said in one of the interviews that I was swimming, and 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 we're not allowed to do breaststroke. We must do our hands next to our side. And I mean, I nearly scratched it. That's how close. It's it's up in oh, your wow. feet. And they buzz around you and they play and they come back. So, yeah, it's just it's a different experience completely.
1: Yeah, that is absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Um, Typically, when you would go out there, how long would these trips take? How long would you be out there with them for? Well,
2: we we did a four-day course but we go out and then every day is different because if you've got the playful group um you can stay a little bit longer if sometimes they're just passing through you don't see them that long so you have to be there you don't know what you're going to get they're just like humans yeah you know?
1: sure and
2: then, and then we can't disturb them when they're hunting because they're naughty they come together and they herd the fish and they play and they mm. you know the so we've got to be careful when we're there but what my work did at the time also is that I would hold the group so because when people are exposed to that they come out and some just want to cry and some need to be alone and some like me because the left and right brain's balanced I'm like hi pa, <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is really so amazing
2: different but it it's it definitely yeah it's definitely on another level and it definitely you cannot swim with them and not be moved on some level
1: yeah no doubt. I think especially in the ocean, I think I would get out and start crying. I would be that person because they are so amazing. I think it would be such a spiritual experience for sure. We wanted to do it. We just went to Hawaii recently and we looked into doing oh. it, but they don't allow it off the islands anymore. You have to do the captive Um, I believe that's, or maybe you do have to go out in the ocean. I don't remember. Anyways, it wasn't, it just wasn't going to work out for us. But one day I would absolutely love to, to do that, to be out in the ocean with those dolphins. Amazing.
2: Imagine what you could ask them and the messages you would get. I know. Imagine the readings. You could write a book and each one will have a different message for you and, oh, Why are you
1: Mm. so smart? You're so smart. That's amazing. Wouldn't that be awesome? And you know what? The sky's the limit with life, right? So you can do absolutely anything you want. So it's very possible. Mm. You never Mm -hmm. know. So we are going to take a break here in just a minute. And when we come back, we will talk more with Charissa about her dolphin therapy and about herself. And we will also be taking callers. So if you have any questions for Charissa or myself, you can give a call after the break at 888 three, four, six, nine, one, four, one. If you missed that, the, you'll get it again before we come in from break. And if you would like to find me, you can find me at Samantha Jones psychic And Charissa, do you want to give your website real quick before we go to break?
2: Yes. It's really easy. It's Charissa Oh, That's amazing. (laughs) If you can spell that right, but it will be, you'll have the bio there. up. I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. For sure. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tristan. We will come back and talk with you more in just a minute. And stay tuned, listeners.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed.
1: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888 346 9141 That's 888 888- 3469141 Now, back to the show with Samantha.
1: Welcome back everyone. Thank you for joining us again. So, we are here with Charissa Bloomberg and she is talking to us about her amazing research with dolphins and dolphin-assisted therapy. So, welcome back Charissa. Thank you, Samantha. So, tell us a little bit more about dolphins, about their behaviors, about what you've experienced uh, from them in the wild?
2: Yes. So, you know, it's fascinating. I just had to read up today to remind myself because it was a while ago. And there are such brilliant creatures. Do you know when a dolphin is born, and I was watching this on YouTube, it has to go and get air quite soon afterwards. And they have midwives. They have other dolphins that actually help this baby to get to the top and make sure Safe and surround it so it can take its first breath of air and the amazing thing is how they suckle i mean they're underwater think about it they're mammals so the mother squirts milk into the mouth as they're moving because they've got to keep moving and a baby dolphin stays with its mother for about two years so wow and yeah more you know the, and the other interesting thing is obviously they can't sleep because if you sleep you know they're predators and and so what oh, yeah in, yeah, never so thought, thought about,
1: about that. that
2: yeah yeah. So you know what happens in the most sophisticated way that they are is that the the left side will shut down and sleep while the right side is awake and then they swap over. How wow. fascinating I mean these creatures are just way beyond what our brains can can conceive. So half sleeps and half is awake. And they've got to keep moving and they've got to come up for air some 15 minutes, some 20 minutes, every 20 minutes. And if they don't, you know, can you imagine being a conscious breather? Like I have to remember to breathe.
1: No, that would be very (laughs) stressful. I would think.
2: imagine that. So yeah, they've got to come up for air all the time. And the other interesting thing is, I don't know if my cats heard your voice, but go away. (laughs) 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 Cats come to hear. Um, the other interesting thing is every mother has, every dolphin has its own signature tune. Now that everyone wow. is completely different. So like they've got a, their own name and the mommy dolphin actually starts it's, it's, it's the cat's coughing. Sorry. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's I'm funny. Sorry. I should have stopped coughing. We've got an animal communicator here. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> um, too cute. Isn't <laughs> it too hysterical? So each dolphin has its own signature tune, and the mother starts two weeks or so before the baby's born. It keeps a signature tune to so that the baby knows which one is it, its mother is. Wow. And then because they've got a whole conscious herd or a conscious, you know, something that we don't have, the other dolphins stay away after it's been born so that it can just hear its mother's voice and it doesn't get confused. I mean, honestly, Incredible. I am the yeah, it's mind-blowing. It's Honestly, it is. Um, yeah.
1: Do you know the average lifespan of a dolphin?
2: Oh, that's a very good question. I haven't gotten that. I must no, I was it. just I curious. I, yeah. I think I remember maybe 40 years or, or a little bit longer than that. Yeah. I'm to sense. be corrected, though. If, if any listener wants to correct me on that, I'm open to that.
1: Uh, they seem to just be so advanced and so intelligent that it seems like a creature that wouldn't just live like four or five years that they really want to have the life experience and go through that whole process. So that's why I was asking, I was curious, you know, how, how, yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about who benefits from swimming with the dolphins and uh, this kind of therapy.
2: Yes. So so like the, the bottom line is everybody. <laughs> 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 but the best work was done with autism, just because of the balance left and right brain, and that they found it. It started in, in 1971 by Dr. Be- Betsy Smith. She was an anthropologist. She found that this researcher's work that that after after being exposed to echolocation, that the autistic child would just become out of its shell a bit and touch more and more sensory and more more everything. Um yeah. so autism. Um, pregnant woman it stimulates the the signature the echolocation stimulates the unborn fetus and literally everyone it's been known also for people who suffer with depression and people who've got cognitive dysfunctions some mental health challenges honestly everyone because on a basic level it's just the amazing experience and then you start getting to the deeper level of the echolocation and the moving and the beauty of it and the, the powerfulness of it so everybody benefits. I've even taken burn survivors there, children who um, – I've taken also someone who's been in a wheelchair. And we've actually been wow. able to go with a swim facilitator to to put, you know, those tubes around and that he, they can just look down into the water.
1: That's so cool. So,
2: honestly, everyone. But, Sam, I'd love to share – I think you asked me earlier or some experiences.
1: Yes, please. Yes.
2: Um do you know after the near drowning experiences it was a year before i went back again and we we went with a different group who now do everything ethically as i said we do the proper swim course before we learn how to do the snorkels we go in with a swim facilitator we don't jump in we you know go in when it's safe um and we found the dolphins and i had a little bit of post-traumatic stress. i've never known what ptsd is although i've treated it as a psychologist <laughs> And then he says, You know, she was, so you can get in the water. And I said, No, it's okay. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, I was terrified. It just brought back all those memories and the yeah. near drowning. And we could see the fins. And we had a very gorgeous macho person, skipper, driving the boat. And you know, Samantha, I'm all for empowerment. I train empowerment and uh, just like, you know, assertiveness. And I said to him, I'm not going in. And he <laughs> said, This macho man said to me, Ma'am, you will get in the water. And I thought, yeah. And I said, okay. <laughs> and um, <laughs> okay. Um, and he held my hand and he pulled me through the water and, you know, and I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh, okay, just stop. Yeah. And then the dolphins kind of sensed that, that, that scaredness in me. And they kind of buzzed around to say like, it's okay. Wow. I mean, this kind of things is life changing. And sometimes I was so blown away. I, we had pictures of these dolphins, underwater photos. So I started a clothing range also putting their faces on. And what I've got a whole sample range here that didn't go very far, but like costumes and wraparounds of the actual dolphins. But the amazing thing is the group I went with, they actually do fin identification. So they know the dolphin's name. Every single dolphin has a different fin, like our fingerprints.
1: Wow. That's, I didn't know that. That's amazing
2: interesting so they'll say we're swimming with so-and-so today and this one's got the scratch on the fin can you see it must have been in intact with the shark and this one's got a little bit of the fin missing so we're swimming with so-and-so and this is so-and-so's daughter wow. I mean, yeah have it's you so-and-so. yeah Sorry. have you ever
1: come across any aggressive dolphins
2: no um we swim mainly with the bottlenose that are in mozambique but never aggressive no that's good i think it's very, very rare that it has been. Um, I think that's
1: one of um, like people get scared about going out into the ocean, not just because of the sharks, but that they're going out to wild dolphins and they might turn on me. But everything that I've ever heard about dolphins and every experience I've had is that they are very gentle creatures. I mean, everybody has a bad day, so you could possibly come in, in contact with one that didn't, but that's awesome. I'm so glad you never had an experience like that.
2: No, and the swim facilitators know them so well. And they come to seek us out. If they don't want to be around us, then they swim on. So never seen one be aggressive. And I, I've heard of very rare cases, but none of us were terrified. The beauty of it, once you're there, is just it doesn't enter your head. And only afterwards I realized, gosh, but there's so many sharks and tiger sharks in this water. But we were never afraid. We saw a whale shark once, which is, you know, they're enormous, gentle creatures. Yeah, Um well- yeah, that was, it was a bit scary.
1: Yeah, I can imagine it would be something something that size, and you never know what they're going to do. That's like one part that I love about what you said about taking an animal communicator out there is, like I've gone to zoos and, and done things like that, but never a wild animal out there in the ocean that I've, you know, took completely different connections. So I can only imagine how intelligent they are if you actually talk to them on their other language, because obviously echolocation is one of their languages, but they're still going to probably speak telepathy just like all the other animals. So communicating them. Yeah. You're the animal communicator that you took out there. Do you have any stories about things that she was told by the dolphins?
2: Oh gosh. going so far back. I can't remember. We all shared what, what we thought the questions we asked them. Mm -hmm. Um, Samantha, I'm put off now because my cat, cat, no, my cat is scratching in the the toilet box and it's going on and on. And I can't hear I can't hear
1: it. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm
2: going to, I can't say with my animal communicator. Yeah, I'm going to start. <laughs> um, Molly, stop it. <laughs> I have to just speak my truth. It is what it is. Um, we didn't, but because they're so telepathic, the messages that you'd get would be so strong. And yes. you know, also you've reminded me when they dolphins beach, you know, it's so interesting that so many of them do. and, at the same time and they can't find anything wrong so the way that they're communicating to each other i don't know why they decide to all beach at the same time or or bird it's just yeah you know, the level of telepathy is, is so different from ours gosh yeah. i would love to go with you so you just tell us the most incredible things
1: it would be pretty amazing i and the, and these are the types of questions that you could ask why do they beach themselves you know, getting deeper into their psyche and why they do the things that they do. Because obviously a lot of it is just, you know, just like us, it's instinct. But there are behaviors that are similar with with the whole species, things they do that I'm sure we could get down to the bottom of. It would be, yeah, pretty amazing.
2: Yes. And, and, write, and write about it. It would make such an incredible book, an incredible story.
1: Yes. People love dolphins and dolphin stories because they are such intuitive and, intelligent creatures I mean I can't think of many animals that I I know of that are as smart as dolphins elephants maybe mm-hmm. I've heard they're pretty smart
2: yes exactly so and um, I was going to say to you, can I just go and stop this cat because it's driving my <laughs>
1: we can't I, we can't hear it so you no, don't have it, to worry like about, about
2: it. OCD. I don't think my- <laughs> I'd love to hear from any listeners. Isn't there anyone who would like to, who's who's also, you know, swam with dolphins, even if it's in captivity or, or had an amazing experience? I'd love to yes. hear from them. That I would mean, be awesome. Want to ask. Yes.
1: Yes. Anybody that's listening, if you would like to call in and, and tell us our stories or talk to Charissa, ask her questions. I'm sure there's lots of people that uh, have this draw towards dolphins as well. So that number, again, is eight 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 three, four, six, nine, one, four, one. And so in, it, while we wait, maybe for uh, another caller or a caller, um, do you have any more of those, the stories, like just tell us about your different experiences that you've had with the dolphins. I'm sure you have some amazing stories.
2: Yes, I, I think that the people that have gone with it made it so you know, when you ask someone why do you want to come swim with the dolphins and some were having issues in their relationships and some were just really, really sick with adrenal fatigue and exhaustion. And it's so interesting when we followed up on them, how you know, what what a high they were. And some said, I'm just gonna come out of here and change my life. What am I doing with my life? You know, the, the people's reactions when they come out of there, how life changing it is, and they realize how short life is, I'm ending this relationship. I mean, on a deep level. I mean, I think that's what moved me. I, wow. I, probably even more than the dolphins is that when you followed up with them, what what changes have you made in your life after that? And I think that that has been yeah fascinating that it's impacted people on such a deep level. But I've had I've had one or two women who actually want to give birth, and you know, with the dolphins, you oh, know, wow. that, that women have underwater births. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, they've obviously stopped that because it's dangerous, but there have been people who wanting to do that more in captivity than I think in the wild, obviously. Yeah. Um, but just as I said, because the, that echolocation penetrates the, the system and the, the unborn fetus. Wow. So it stimulates the brain.
1: So when it I mean, comes to like somebody you were talking about, people go out there if they're having relationship trouble, what could swimming with the dolphins do for that? Like, how does that work?
2: I, I think, and that's a difficult question. I just think that they realize the beauty of it. They have some insight, Samantha. and I just I don't even know how to put it in words. They have some deep insight that something needs to change in their life. Um, right. Yeah. I, like I a
1: spiritual experience, maybe. Yeah.
2: You You've said it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like Like a, like a wake up call. Like. Yes. Yeah, I think
1: that animals and that kind, any kind of experience like that, where you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm so small. Like, I think that's something that happens when we get out into the ocean. Like I said, we just went to Hawaii recently and just flying over that ocean for five hours going, I haven't seen land at all. And it just makes you feel so small and realizing Mm -hmm. how big the world is and how much there is to offer that the world has to offer us. So I can, I can definitely imagine that, uh, doing something like that would open up some kind of spiritual experience. I wonder if there's any, ever been anybody that's had, I'm sure there has, like a spiritual awakening after an experience like that.
2: Yes, I'm sure. I absolutely. I'm sure they have. And I think even mine was like, oh, I'm going to do this PhD. Oh, I'm going to do a clothing range. Oh, I'm going to change my life.
1: <laughs> <You> yeah.
2: <know? laughs> but if you look at any therapy animal, I mean, I worked with the guide dogs and how amazing the training is that the guide dogs that work with the blind, I mean, any kind of unconditional love that the animal gives us, it changes us on some level. Or yes. just, it just doesn't it? It touches our soul. I mean, I've even got a neighbor with this dog, and every time I see him, I just want to hug him. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's the hugs, it's the love that they give us. And I think that's that's the same with, with dolphins, is unconditional, absolute love. Love you for who you are and what you are and acceptance.
1: Absolutely. I absolutely agree. I think that uh, you hit the nail on the head there with with talking about the dogs and therapy animals and all that, because I know for even for me, like I'm an introvert. I stay home a lot. I work from home. And when I go out, sometimes people's energy overwhelms me. But if I see a dog, I it makes things better. It just does. Even if I don't go up and and hug it, it makes things better. I'm, I'm like that type of person that will be driving down the street and there goes well, somebody walking by with their dog and I, oh, puppy, you know, immediately. I don't care whose dog it is. So I could just imagine that dolphins make people feel the same way. Like when we were in Hawaii, I we the last day that we were there, we had breakfast on the beach and we could see the dolphins from the restaurant. But it was it wasn't really all that wonderful because I couldn't see them so well because there were so many tables in front of us, but, oh. you know, just seeing them there, knowing that they were there, just even knowing, wow, there's dolphins right there. It does. It just gives you that, that feeling that animals Isn't, bring.
2: Yes. And I'm pleased you mentioned that because people just go wild when they, they can see them from shore. Oh, look, there's dolphins, there's dolphins, there's dolphins, you know, can you yeah. imagine if that, that's excitement they get from there? Imagine, you know. Yes. I'm with, yeah. Swimming with them. Yes. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So we're going to take another break here. And when we come back, we will talk more with Charissa. And during this last part, if there's anybody that would like a reading for me, I would be happy to do that for you. So feel free to call into the show. But um, also for Charissa, if you have any questions, or again, if you have any stories about your experiences with dolphins, whether it's in captivity or in the wild, we would love to hear those. Those those, dolphin stories are amazing. So uh, after the break, we will take callers and continue talking to Teresa. So stay
0: tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
3: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. Now back to the show with Samantha.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We are here with my guest today, Charissa Bloomberg, and she's been talking to us about dolphin assisted therapy and all of the amazing things that dolphins can do for us. And we do actually have a caller. It just happens to be my husband. <laughs> so, hello, husband Danny. Welcome to the show.
3: Hello, my love. How are you? Hello, Teresa.
2: Hello, Danny.
3: What a pleasure it is.
1: That it is, yes. I
3: I was listening and just enthralled um, with your story and some of your experiences. Um, I was curious to kind of talk a little bit maybe about, I had some questions about relationships of dolphins. And are like, are they monogamous? Um, their sexuality, things like that that I've read about that they're even more in depth than I thought they were.
2: I love that, Danny, that's a brilliant question. And I'm gonna say something naughty, but it's the absolute truth. they <laughs> <laughs> they have sex because they enjoy it apparently. Um, because the wow. the whole system is different. Yeah, the woman ha- and I'm not sure how much detail I'm going to get into that. But they don't <laughs> just mate. <laughs> I won't. I don't, you know, there could be children listening. But um, the whole way that the female is designed is is they they have, yeah, they honestly have sex whenever they feel like it in the water or around them, not just for mating. For the apparently, if you look at this up, for the pure enjoyment of it. And I, they don't do they mate with sh- one person. Do they, they, they have are,
3: the same partner?
2: No, not as far as I know, because they're, they're mating okay. all the time for apparently enjoyment of it, stress of it, for com- the, the the connection, the touching, I wouldn't say the touching, the way they do. Um, yeah, and remember, it's all where that they are mating, they're mating on the go while they're swimming. Very That's interesting.
3: Right. I yeah, mean, the yeah, I don't... would do it for pleasure is a whole level of intelligence that besides our species, I don't know if there's many more that do that.
1: No, that's what I was just gonna say is I think there's only one or two other animals that actually have sex for pleasure.
2: Yes, exactly. So as if you Google that, the- I won't talk about all the parts, but if you go and Google <laughs> that, you'll see why. <laughs> oh, that's right. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. How about
3: the echo location when when doing this as, you know, um in assisted therapy? Is this like a one time thing that you could experience and have some sort of shift, you know, um, chemically or whatever within your body? Or is this something that you should do regularly?
2: That's a brilliant question to asking, Danny. Um, it can be a once off, that echolocation is on such a high frequency. It is stronger than, than if you think of the frequencies when they have when someone's got kidney stones. It's higher than than the frequencies. So just being exposed to them, echolocating once, is enough to have changes. Um, the bloods, the bloods change afterwards. The hormones, the T cells, everything changes. But what research can't tell and what I'd hope to look at is we're not sure how long that's sustained. Whether it's a few hours a day, a month, how long. Oh, that's interesting.
3: And yeah. In the yes. in the autism studies, has it shown like one time makes a difference for a period of time?
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. Learning is better, um, and with Down syndrome, you see. them I mean, they were they did that in captivity, which I'm not mad about. But they said um, after being exposed to the dolphins, they would come out of their shells a little bit. They would be more open. Uh, learning was better, and the reward would be you could go and touch the dolphin and swim if you did this, and they'd they'd love to do, you know, be with the dolphins so the learning was better, and I think that's the whole thing evolved that there was so many, and and I think they're still working with autism and Down syndrome you know, to this day.
3: Wow. Incredible. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're just amazing, and I love to hear about this and your stories, and thanks, my love, for giving me a moment.
1: No, thank you for calling. I appreciate it.
2: Those are such brilliant questions.
1: Mm. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, baby. Bye.
0: Bye. For our
1: listeners (laughs) listeners that don't know, my husband and I uh, co-host a podcast together called Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. And so we are very good at back and forth with, you know, uh, Different things that we come with. So I was very thankful that he called in because he can ask the questions that maybe I'm not thinking about. That's what's nice about having a co-host. When you're here by yourself, you're like, what other questions could I ask that I haven't already thought of? So that's why callers are great too. If there's anyone else that has any questions, we love it. Exactly.
2: But Samantha, can I be naughty and ask you something?
1: Sure, sure.
2: I'm fascinated. You are so brilliant when I listen to you. You know. I've done the animal communication course, and it's about stilling the mind and being intuitive. And I've had readings from, I must be the only psychologist, I don't know if there are any of you out there, that does the spiritual readings for my cats in this lifetime and my beautiful one, my soul cat that's crossed over. But Samantha, the way you tune in, the way you zoom in, and you don't even need a photo, I, I find it fascinating. And I also just want to say this once you have had a reading for your pet, you will never look at your pet the same way. And honestly, Samantha, so I have such respect. What my animals have told me, and now people are going to say, shame, she's cuckoo, but it's okay. I speak my truth.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You're deaf. Yeah, no.
2: But Samantha, the way that the animals also tell them, you know, when they're lost. I, I, I haven't lost an animal, but, okay, I see there's another call. But, I mean, the way that they show where they are and, and where they're hiding fascinating so i admire you and i'd love to know you got started but i see you have a call i think don't you
1: yes you're very sweet thank you and i'll I'll be happy to answer that when we come back but i think it's family day on the show because pretty sure this is my sister amanda because it says amanda in california so hello sister welcome (laughs) to the show so I had a question for Teresa. This is so fascinating that you can actually change the chemistry in your body. I'm wondering if you've ever done any research
3: with people that are addicts, like oh, addicted question. to drugs, or you
1: know what have you. If that is a help to them at all.
2: What a brilliant question, Amanda. No, I don't know about research on that. But if you're thinking about it, after echolocation and after balancing left and right brain, there's got to be some changes. Yeah. That would be yeah, fascinating. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I just
1: wondered if there was research done on that yet.
2: No, but I'm going to look at that as soon as we finish the show. <laughs> not, that, not that I know of, but anything's possible. Yeah, but remember, my research was done years ago. So, yeah.
3: Understand. I'm not sure Understand. I really
2: don't know. Yeah,
3: something for me it's to look into question. then.
1: Yes, I <laughs> love that. Let's go swim with the dolphins. Yes, we should. Yes, <laughs> I think it, it might fix some other things. Like I'm, I'm hearing like she's talking about hormones and all of that. Wow, yeah, that, that be yeah, amazing? it sounds perfect for the two of us. We should take a vacation <laughs> and go visit Teresa. I believe. Oh my gosh, Yeah. she's in South Africa. That's a long way away. <laughs> Yes, it is. All right. You guys enjoy the rest of the show.
2: Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you so much, Amanda. Otherwise, I'm coming to you, Samantha. It would be so incredible. There you go.
1: Yep. Thanks, Amanda. Bye-bye.
2: Samantha, thank you. How did you know that that you had this amazing gift? I mean, I, I I find it absolutely fascinating that you can tune in so quickly. Because I know that a lot of us have the ability to do that. But, well, we don't.
1: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the being able to do it that quickly without a picture that took training. I wasn't able to do that when I first opened my abilities up. I went to work for um, like one of those online um, psychic companies just to try and get more experience with it. And you don't have any time when it comes to those because those are pay per minute. People want their readings and they want to go, Um, so you don't get pictures. So that trained me to do this work without pictures. I still prefer them. Because I feel like that's a more personal connection when I can see uh, whoever I'm talking to, whether it's an animal spirit or, or a person, it just helps me to get that better connection. But with the animals, it it has grown so much for me that it's they're like people now, like I, I can have a conversation with one just like having a conversation with a person. It wasn't always like that, but I feel. I just briefly, because I think our listeners have heard a lot of this, but um, I learned that I was an animal communicator around seven was my first experience, but I didn't really know what I was doing until my 20s. Mm. And so it's only been like 20, 25 years and and I've taken breaks here and there, you know, it just get get tired with things. But now this is this is my life. And so. I spend most of my day when I'm working, talking to animals and it is absolutely amazing. And and that's why I am so happy to have you on talking about an animal that I have never talked to because I, when I did the thing at SeaWorld, I don't think that I knew I might have known about my animal abilities then. I don't think so, but I don't remember trying to communicate with the dolphins while we were out there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, But now it would be absolutely amazing to, to talk to an animal like that, that you have, I've never talked to before for sure so yeah
2: such respect for your work Samantha I wondered if I'd shown you a picture of our dolphin because it's exactly you can see his eyes and everything that we worked with imagine I showed you the picture of this dolphin if you could tell us he's still alive or she's still alive that would be oh oh why didn't we think of that I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that's a great idea yeah what a lovely idea cuz that same dolphin is on all my, my dolphin clothing and you know we swam with it years ago and I wanted you know it would tell you a wealth of things oh we should do a follow up and show you yes. pictures of the dolphin and tell us what it's saying
1: I would love I mean, to do that yes I, that yes. besides and being I, out there that's the next best thing is actually just yes. being able to do it that way for sure we it's can really- get some yeah good information
2: Yes. And, you know, I've got the pictures of the two that I swam with in, in dolphin captivity and they were taken to Japan or somewhere overseas. I'm so sorry how that was and for oh. another bigger captivity place. You know, I wondered if they're alive. Imagine they'd, they'd give you messages. Yes. Oh, my gosh, we're on a whole nother level now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Isn't it funny how we just start realizing these things? Oh, my gosh, I could do this. I could do this. Yes. This is um, with the animals. It's It's never ending. We're always learning new things. And mm. most people most people do not talk to animals. Most people don't even believe that you can talk to animals. So to be able to tell them this dolphin that you worked with or, or you're working with now, this is what they're thinking. This is what they're feeling. Yeah. That would be amazing for people. For
2: yeah, sure. imagine, yeah. But now we're really going cooking. Imagine we asked a dolphin, do you remember that crazy woman who swam with you at post-traumatic street? <laughs> and, you know, and you were so kind to You brought me a fish, but Samantha, when you walk into a room like you' see now my three cats do they would they speak to you and would they like say I've got three different you know everyone's completely different would this one be saying tell my mother not to pull me on my lead Molly would saying I don't know it was so interesting I've actually got my one in oh, the yeah. come out now <laughs> well yeah I, th- yeah
1: I think that's a like a common misconception like uh yesterday I think it was you sent me a picture of you walking your cat and it's like I don't instantly tune into them I will like if you know I want to, or if you want me to or whatever. So I didn't really, you know, hear anything from your cat about walking on the lead. Most of the time, what happens when I connect to an animal is they will tell me something very random unless I'm going in asking specific questions. So it's very possible that, you know, she could have talked about how she was feeling on the lead. Um, We could definitely go back and do that. I would, I would love to talk to her and and see. Um, But most of the time, unless we go in with a specific question, Um, the animals come to me with something completely different than you would ever think, because, you know, our perception is they know what I want to say. They know what I'm thinking, but that's not what's going on. We all have our own thoughts. So, you know, we really don't. Yeah. But yeah, we should do that. We should follow up. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Well, I've got three, but are you going to write a book on your experiences?
1: Oh yes, absolutely. I, I am writing a book currently writing a book um, about all of this, about how I found out that I was a medium and animal communicator and all of the experiences that led up to this point in my life. Absolutely. Um, it's not going to be out for, according to my, my intuition till I'm 52 and I'm 45. So you still got a ways to go, <laughs> um, but I wanted to, uh, yes. We only have a couple minutes. I wanted please. to um, ask you real quick if there's anything else that you wanted to add about yourself and to give the listeners your information in case they want to reach you for other things.
2: Yes, just the, the um, website, Um And I'll, you'll see how to spell it. <clears throat> Sorry, I lost my voice. I know just everybody, please try and experience swimming with them in the wild. It's life changing. I think that's all our message I want to say. Really, it is.
1: Absolutely so, agree with thank, you. Totally you. agree. You just have such huge respect for
2: you. Thank you.
1: Oh, you're very sweet. I I feel the same way about you. So for you to say that about me, it's it's always nice. You never know, you know. It's it's great. So Teresa, uh, thank you again for being on. Thank you for all of your information on the dolphins and the dolphin assisted therapy. And yes, everyone, go out and swim with them whenever you can in your life, if you can. What an amazing experience that would be. Uh, and next week, I will have my friend Carrie on, and Carrie is. Um, I believe it's next week. If it's not, I apologize. But Carrie sells crystals and teas and those types of things. We're going to talk about uh, all kinds of things, mental health issues when it comes to spirituality and, and all of that. So thank you again, Charissa, for being here. And if you would like to find me, it's SamanthaJonesPsychicMedium.com. My podcast that I have with my husband is Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. You can find that on all social media at Spiritual Joneses. And we will talk to you again next week. I can't wait. Thank you again, everyone, for being here. And to you too, Teresa. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thanks Thank so you, much.
1: everyone. Until Bye. next week, peace and love, everyone.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace peace and love.